Uh, as I begin, I, it's important that I note that I draw heavily, heavily on the ideas of uh, James Allison for this sermon. This is not that sermon. This is not a sermon of thou shalt and thou shalt nots. This is not a sermon to say that if you do X and not Y, P and not Q, and always K, you will be right with God. This section that we heard read just now, the Sermon on the Mount, is not a moral code, a checklist for righteousness. These are not plain instructions on how to live. At least, I cannot take them at face value. I can't take this at face value unless I want to believe that God would have us maim ourselves. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. No. Something else is going on here. To get there, let's begin at the beginning. Human beings are social creatures. We learn through imitation. We learn how to walk, to talk, to smile through imitation. We also learn what is funny. We learn what is expected. We learn what it is appropriate to desire through our interactions with those around us. We say to each other, won't this be fun? You'll want a good job. We learned not only healthy ways of being in relationship with ourselves and others, we also learn unhealthy patterns of behavior. You're going out with who? Boys will be boys. What happens in this house stays in this house. And we continue this social learning throughout our lives. This learning through our relationships with others is what helps create belonging. A healthy sense of belonging is something we all need to be our best selves. This becomes a problem when the source of our belonging is an identity that is over and against another. I am a Democrat, definitely not a Republican. We pick up these unhealthy messages and patterns of desire, both from seeking belonging directly, in wanting to be like someone or something, and seeking belonging indirectly, in seeking to not be like someone or something. And we have been practicing in this country for some time to dismiss out of hand ideas that are different from ours, and more recently, people who hold those differing opinions. We at Just North are not immune from the effects of this societal practice. We participate in this practice when we speak of Republicans as a unified group or Trump supporters as though they are all the same. Our desires are formed in response to others, both when we align with others and when we stand over and against others. 
When our desires are formed as a response to others, this gives them power over us. James Allison writes, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you means do not be toward them as they are towards you. For then you will be run by them and you will become ever more functions of each other, grinding each other towards destruction. When we react to the other, we get caught up in a cycle of tit for tat, which builds upon itself and moves in a destructive direction. Jesus invites us to allow God to transform our desires. And this must begin with God. Because God is outside of our cycles of imitation and violence toward one another. God makes the sun rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. It is not that God is flippant. It is that God knows and requires, it is that God knows that all people require sun and rain for flourishing and so gives to both. God does not act toward us according to our righteousness. God loves us into being and desires for us what is healthy and strengthening. Allison says it this way, what God loves, what God's love looks like is being creatively for the other without being defined over and against the other in any way at all. That is what is meant by grace and freedom. God's love looks like being creatively for the other. Have you ever met anyone like this? Someone who is so for someone's flourishing that they have no time for jealousy or resentments, who is so generous with their appreciation, they give it to everyone. There is real power in being free from ordering our actions according to threat or praise, according to what we expect to get from the other. We are social creatures, and we are not able to will ourselves into this freedom. If it were so simple, we would have done it by now. Becoming free from unhelpful belonging comes only through prayer when we pray for our enemies. Through prayer, we open ourselves to God's kind of desiring. We open ourselves to a kind of desiring that is oriented toward the fullness of life, one having nothing to do with the many kinds of rejections or aggressions that are built into the structure of our interactions. Through prayer, we come to know ourselves as like those for whom we pray. This process can be destabilizing. It is through who we like and who we reject that we find our belonging and understand our identity. 
Think political affiliation. Allowing God to change our desires will mean coming to understand ourselves differently. As many of you know, this process can be messy and hard. And it is worth the freedom on the other side. In this passage today, Jesus invites us to learn to not create an enemy image of the other, to treat all people with respect and intimate relationships, to speak simply and with the courage to be honest, to respond not in fear but in generosity and love, to do our thing regardless of who we are interacting with. And should we think that we are closer to this generous love than others, we are not. Simply having this idea shows that we are not. Paul writes to the church at Corinth that they are yet spiritual infants. Here's the truth of it. We are all spiritual infants. We are all still trying to figure all this out. We get in trouble when we try to rank ourselves or others. Our practice of comparison is A, never helpful, and B, part of what keeps us trapped in our modes of exclusive belonging. Carrie Newcomer recently said, we are living in times that are asking us to be better people than we ever thought we would need to be. I'll say that again. We are living in times that are asking us to be better people than we ever thought we would need to be. Yes. And we partner with a God who calls us to be better people than we thought we could be. Whatever times we find ourselves in, this invitation toward love of other is before us. Let us allow ourselves to be transformed by the holy love of God. Amen. Amen.